Good morning. It is day 30 of our whole 30. We made it almost. Still have to get through today. But these 30 days have really flown by and um yeah, I have my like little routine now where I get in my car and I turn off my street onto the main road and then once I get on the main road, I turn on my voice memo and man, what am I going to do now? Um I think that doing these voice memos has made it actually a lot easier to stick with the whole 30 this whole time because I have felt really accountable and like, well, you know, I can't, I can't turn on my voice memo tomorrow and be like, Hey guys, sorry. I, you know, had a bunch of wine last night or something. Um, so I appreciate you guys for helping keep us accountable because I really think that it was a huge factor in how successful these last 30 days were and how, you know, uh, unlike other times I've done whole 30s, it just never, felt like an option to not continue with the whole 30. Um, I think largely in part, largely due to the fact that, um, I had you guys to help, you know, kind of keep me accountable and know, knew that you guys were over there listening and, and a lot of you are doing your own whole thirties and are using these to motivate yourself. And so, um, I think we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but like when, you know, when you guys, tell us that you're motivated by us to do anything, it turns around and motivates motivates us twice as much to go, you know, to continue to do that thing or continue to talk about the things we talk about or just continue to podcast. And so, you know, it's definitely, um, it definitely goes both ways. So anyway, um, whole, whole 30, we're, we're done almost. I, I think this, this whole 30 kind of looking back, I think the biggest thing I learned um, my biggest takeaway is, um, this actually was perfect joy this morning, sent a quote based on something else. She was talking, our friend Jess was t- talking about how she's trying to reframe going to work today. And she was like, I don't want to go to work, but I'm telling myself like, it's going to be great. And it'll, you know, I had a long weekend and it'll be a short week. I'll be good to be back. And joy sent a quote that said, don't treat a blessing like a burden. And I that I think that encompasses a, what the biggest thing that I'm taking away from this whole 30 which you know I think um really what it comes down to for me is I have the privilege of knowledge of learning what my body responds well to and maybe what foods it doesn't respond so well to and I have the privilege of having all of the, that information available to me to, um, you know, not just it starts with food, the book, it starts with food, but, um, different, all sorts of different stories from different people and different scientific studies. And, you know, I have all of that at my fingertips to take in and, you know, kind of assimilate and base my behaviors off of, which, you know, a lot of people, don't have even a lot of, you know, like otherwise really savvy, smart people just don't know that that information is out there and don't know that changing their diet can have the types of effects that it has on your overall health. And so I'm really grateful to know that about myself and my body and my food, that it is such a huge player in everything else about my health. And then, you know, I have the privilege to be able to afford 
high quality foods and have the time and the support in my family and with my husband to cook and sit down and eat meals with one another. And, you know, I really have taken more advantage of that in these last few weeks than I typically do. And it's just so nice. Like it's so nice to connect over a meal and, um, you know, even to the point of doing that, like having a chef come and do a cooking class, which I never talked about that with my, with the people, um, with my team that I work with. It was so fun. It was like, it was way more fun and way more, you know, kind of like unique and just like such a good team building experience, you know, so much more so than going to even the nicest restaurant would have been. And, um, you know, the decision to do that wasn't completely based on my whole 30, but cause they'd been wanting to do that for a while, but it was, you know, factored in and it was so nice to be able to just say like, Hey, I'm going to just, you know, take out some of that glaze before you add the maple syrup to it or whatever. But being, having that experience of like cooking a meal with someone is just, you know, such a, Oh no, Miles dropped his book. Um, it's just huge. It's such a like. Sorry, um, I'm just laughing at Miles. Um, it's just such like a human experience, and I think that when you are, you know, when you have to be really aware of all the food that's going in your body, and when you have to cook most of your meals, you get that connection not just to your food, but also to the people around you. And, um, that's just something I've been really grateful for. And that I really want to, you know, be more aware of as I continue to eat, I guess, for lack of a better thing to say. Um, I just think that it's something that I take for, I've taken for granted in the past. And, you know, I have the privilege of being able to do that. I have the privilege of being able to afford high quality food. And, you know, so I'm trying, you know, so I want to look at that as a privilege instead of, kind of looking at, well, I, I can't stop and have McDonald's. Well, the, my privilege, you know, like the privilege that I should be looking at and like the, the, the positive thing I should be looking at instead is like, I can go home and have a fridge full of healthy ingredients that I can make my own food out of and have that experience. Um, and then it doesn't seem like a hardship anymore that I don't get to, and I don't stop at McDonald's, but like that I don't get to like go to Chipotle instead. Um, so that's been the biggest thing for me is just looking at this whole process and looking at the process of feeding myself healthy, nourishing food as a privilege and as, um, a blessing and as something that, you know, not everybody gets to do, whether they don't know that it's something that could have an impact on their life or they don't, um, have the, the, the budget or the time, um, to feed themselves that way. And so I think that's kind of what I'm taking going forward is like, you know, it, that the, the, the convenience of being able to eat whatever you want is far outweighed by these other factors. And I think I said this pretty early on that like, you know, I, I wanted to stop thinking about doing the whole 30 as a hardship or something that I had to get through because it was, you know, I think that why is prioritizing your health or why is, is excluding certain things from your diet because they don't serve your body? Why is that seen as restricting? You know, why isn't it seen as prioritizing? Um, so yeah, I think the other, the other really big thing for me, you know, just coming back from macros, this is kind of more of like a practical thing more tangible, I guess, has been learning to eat intuitively again and, getting back to 
Um, Bless you, buddy. And getting back to eating when I'm hungry and not eating when I'm not hungry and um, eating foods that I know are good for me and not just like trying to eat powdered foods or, you know, powdered peanut butter or um, having to have twice as much protein powder as I really should be, you know, having to have protein powder twice instead of once during the day just to hit my protein numbers and um, just only eating egg whites, you know, all that kind of thing that prior to the last 30 days just felt totally normal. Now I'm looking at it and realizing like that was very weird. It was not necessary for what my goals were. And it's, I'm just glad to be out of that and to be back to a place where what I'm doing makes sense and feels more natural. And it does, you know, I think that was a big thing is like counting macros always felt so forced and this just feels very natural and intuitive and like I'm back to where I want to be. So, um, since that was my main goal with the whole 30, I would say it definitely was a big success. Um, I definitely, you know, I, I think with my GI stuff, um, there are a million different reasons out there that you can have a GI problem. I will say that in the last week it has gotten significantly better. And so I think that it really was just a matter of time of letting my gut heal, you know, that it wasn't necessarily anything, thank God I don't think it's FODMAPs because I don't know what I would do if I couldn't eat avocados. Um, I don't think it's nuts. Although I think that nuts makes my skin break out a little bit. That's good to know. Um, but you know, I think that it was just probably dairy for the most part. And then gluten. I know I have a little bit of a gluten sensitivity, which I know there are different opinions out there about whether or not gluten sensitivity is real, but I will I'm here to tell you that it is. Um, and as that has healed, it's been easier for me to eat more fiber. Like I had a big, like half a cauliflower for dinner the other night and was totally fine. And I would be really interested to see if I haven't tried it yet because I'm kind of nervous, but I'd be interested to see if I can have spaghetti squash. Um, cause I think just that like huge hit of fiber from that and from other things I was eating before in conjunction with probably, you know, some other issues I was having was just too much, but I'd be curious to know if I could eat it now. Um, yeah, I think the other cool thing for me about this has been seeing Joy go through it and um, having, you know, kind of as she's realizing things about macros and about, you know, what it feels like to just have the freedom that comes along with eating nourishing foods. Um, it has to kind of open my eyes as well into just how crazy it some things are that we put ourselves through that we kind of take for granted that like it's necessary and then come to find that like there's a much better way to view the way that you eat and you know and it's more based off of the way that you feel it should be based off of the way that you feel and not the way that you look um and you know the way that you feel should ultimately trump just about everything else and in the long run, if you feel really good, you're going to look better too. And whether that is, you know, your quote unquote dream body, but you'll probably come to find that whatever you thought your dream body was maybe isn't attainable in a healthy way and hopefully shift your mindset around that to really, you know, like your dream body should be something that is comfortable and that goes along with your life. It's it's not something that you have to, you know, really beat yourself up, beat yourself up about or make incredible amounts of sacrifices to attain, um, 
So that's, I think that that's been really cool to hear her go through that and also kind of learn that myself, especially about your body type. Like I know that I talked early on about, I just want to look athletic and that is still very true. And I think we, um, talk about this in this week's podcast with Adi and Michael Kazayu, Kazayu, I can never pronounce her last name. Um, Adi owns WAG and the Michael owns Brute Body Strength. And, um, we talk a little bit about this and like the thing that I say finally is like, I am trying to get this body and yet if this is the body I have while I'm going through all of this, like, you know, it doesn't make my journey any less valid. It doesn't make my body any less valid. It doesn't make what I'm going through, you know, it doesn't make my identity as an athlete. It certainly doesn't make that less valid. Um, because at the end of the day, like I am, I guess I am kind of who I say I am. And like, this is the body that goes along with that. Not the other way around. My body doesn't dictate who I am. Um, and so it's just crazy that changing what you eat can bring up all of these things that are completely unrelated about, you know, the way that we choose to live our lives and the way that we choose to see our bodies. And I think it is just because like eating is such like a primitive, primitive thing that we all have to do. And you can't, um, you can't get away from it. And it's really like one of our most basic needs and like, but it just goes along with so many other things. It's so, you know, ritualistic. It's so social. It has so much emotion tied to it. And you really can't separate those things, nor should you try to, um, you should just try to figure out, you know, how can you frame it in a way that makes sense and is, um, healthy for you. So there you have it. That's whole 30. Um, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing some reintroductions. I think the first thing, like I said yesterday, I'm going to reintroduce is a little bit more sugar. Um, and Brandon's mom is in town this weekend. So it'll be nice to not have to be quite so worried about going out to dinner. Although I'm still going to try to just continue to, to allow myself the privilege of eating well and of fueling my body in a, the way that it wants to be fueled and of giving it food that it can use in the right way. And of, you know, honoring all the hard work my body's doing by not throwing off my blood sugar all the time or throwing off my hormones all the time with tons of sugar. Um, you know, it's just not, it's not necessary usually, and it's not worth it usually. So that's the mindset that I'm going to try to have of really using food to honor myself and looking at that transaction, you know, looking at it, not as a transaction, you know, which we always talk about, but just looking at it as like, this is the way that my body, um, feels the best. And like, why would I not want to do everything I could to feel the best that I can? Well, I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great week. Luckily for you guys, our next episode comes out in just two days. So you're not going to have a huge dip of joy and Claire. Um, I know you will try to be, you know, do a few more, um, informal voice memos, definitely more than we were doing before, which isn't saying much because we weren't doing any before, but hopefully make this something, not a regular thing, but something that, you know, we do again at some point. Um, thank you guys again so much for all the support you've given us in the last 30 days. And yeah, it's been, it's been really great. And I hope you all have a great day. Bye. I was just about to play a song for the last day of the whole 30, but then I realized mom Sandy would kill me. (laughs) 
because I'm driving to the gym and I was about to turn my radio on and just blast some music and then I was like no mom will be mad um wow we did it you guys hello beautiful people oh my gosh we did it we did it we did it almost okay so this is our last day we're totally there how have you done? I'm so anxious to hear how everyone has been doing. I haven't really heard from y'all about how yours is going. So please share, send some messages. I'd love to hear. Even if you made it like 10 days, 15 days, whatever. Um, as predicted, yesterday was a very, very hard day at work. Um, oh, it's just, uh, I, I completely, <laughs> I know myself very well, and um, yeah, I was right on that all weekend I spent kind of blissfully ignoring um, everything that's going on at work, and then I kind of was smacked in the face with it at work, and it just was not a, not a good day, so... Um, I'm dealing with that as far as like, that's just going to happen and that's just going to be reality. And, um, I, I know better than to think that grief is a linear path. Um, but still like when you're in it, it's, it's hard to really grasp that. And you always feel like you should be progressing, whatever that looks like. Anyway, yesterday was a really hard day. So, um, I didn't really eat as much as I should have, I guess. Whenever I'm kind of struggling emotionally, I, I tend to not eat. Um, but other than that, um, you know, as I guess throughout the whole 30, the whole 30, you just have to realize no matter what you do with anything or any lifestyle change, like there's no good time. There's no like, oh, I'm going to plan this around this wedding, or I'm going to plan this around this vacation. So I don't have to do it during this vacation. And you just never know what life's going to hand you. Um, switching gears a little bit. Um, someone asked about gum and if I was really tied to gum and uh, having a hard time staying off the gum. <laughs> you know, I thought for sure I would be hating life with not having my security blanket of gum. I know that sounds really silly, but I really loved my gum. And that is fine. I have not had an issue at all. It's very bizarre how after a few days you just stop doing it. But in reading The Power of Habit, and someone also mentioned the, uh, what kind of types it is. I can't remember the name of it, but Gretchen Rubin's um, types, whatever she named it. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with that work, so I'm going to read more into it so I can speak intelligently. But... There is absolutely something to that of how you change habits. So I would kind of highly encourage you to take that little Gretchen Rubin test. I did it last night, but I'm going to redo it just to kind of be more mindful and thoughtful and make sure I have the right person. And I'm going to read more into it because I just don't want to be like, oh, I'm a moderator. Oh, I'm an abstainer. Oh, I'm a whatever it is, obliger. Um, so what was I going to say? Sorry. Um, oh, okay. So as far as like the habits go and like just stopping something, I'm a pretty disciplined person when it comes to habit change. Like if you give me a challenge, I'm going to do it. Um, for the most part, (laughs) 
but because I had, I, I was trying to think about this too, like, because I had accountability, even if I didn't have accountability, I think I'd be pretty good at this. Um, and by accountability, I mean doing these voice memos. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to think about that, but I, I feel like if it was a, I don't think I would ever just do this, like come up with this on my own and do it. Let's put it that way. Um, I'm kind of more like, I just like to float along and do it, you know, boop, 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 do what makes me happy day by day. I don't think I'd ever like have the, the discipline. Oh gosh. What am I trying to say? I don't think I'd even pick this up to begin with. Um, had it not be for, had it not been for Claire or had it not been for the podcast to just be like, let's all do this together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really articulating that very well, but I, it's, it just wouldn't have been on my radar. Okay. So um, but when I get to do something and you put something in front of me, um, it's not that I'm like, I got to prove you wrong. It's just more like, all right, let's do this. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Um, and then also I think just doing all the macro counting and some of the other things that we've done along the way throughout the podcast, I've taught myself or I, I've realized that I am able to do it where in the past I've been like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, or it was too scary for me or what have you. So the mindset is really uh, has changed for me and I've learned a lot. I don't know if you heard that, but I just totally ran over a big old branch. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh my God. I'm so uh, all over the place. <laughs> that was not at all funny. I have no idea why that made me laugh so hard. Um, probably just cause of the sound. If you heard it, would be like, did she just like run over or something. Um, anyway, the gum thing and the wine thing, I think those are the things I worried about. I think the other thing that I'm just mindful of is the things that I tend to, you still kind of find things to, to crack out over. (laughs) Like I crack out over the, the mango salsa, but I'm also just like, now I kind of know portions and I don't have that like hungry bear feeling that I had before I did whole 30 where I just like you, you felt like it was white knuckling through <laughs> trying not to shovel like 10 more tablespoons onto your bowl where now I just don't have that. I'm like, okay, here's portion. I got a good portion here and that's enough. And then you kind of, you know, I just don't have the crack out like to the extent that I had before I did whole 30 but I do that with mango salsa. And I also do it with these sun-dried tomatoes from Costco that are just, I think it's like Tasso's is the brand. And they are so good on everything that I just like layer them on everything. So I'm like, am I just replacing all these like behaviors and like cracking out over new things? So I'm going to pay attention to that, but, uh, it's not, I'm by no means like, Oh, this is a problem. Um, okay. I just pulled up to the gym day 30. I'm like pretty giddy that we did this. I'm so proud of us. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. All right. I'm back. We did, we did a very sprinty five rounds of a 200 meter row, 15 hip extensions, 10 pull-ups, 10 meter walking lunge with dumbbells and finishing with five plate ground to overhead burpees. I did 25 pounds on that and that was really, really tough. So I averaged about two minutes and 30 seconds on each round. And at the end I was really feeling pukey. So I was thinking as, uh, as I was working out, as I am want to do, 
I don't even know what that means. Do you guys know what that means? Where does that come from? I got to get on the Google. Uh, <laughs> is that, okay, do I pay attention to how I'm feeling working out? Do I feel like I have less energy? Some folks have asked, you know, how do you guys feel during your workouts? Do you feel like doing the whole 30 really changed anything for you as far as working out your energy? The, the big difference I feel is, um, first of all, I don't really feel a huge difference. I don't feel like my, as far as workouts go, I don't feel like my workouts are suffering. I don't feel like my performance in the gym overall is suffering or my strength is suffering, but I do. So I feel like, but I, here's the other thing. I've been so acutely aware of macro counting for the past year and a half that I have a pretty good idea of what a meal should look like and how to plan out a meal and portion out a meal, I should say. So, um, that piece I feel is to my advantage where I'm not one to kind of throw things haphazardly. I feel like that has carried over and I'm more listening to the intuitive side of, of how my hunger feels. Um, and then, so that piece, I don't feel like I'm suffering at all or anything is lacking there. I do feel that I have more energy, more consistent energy throughout the day. So getting up really early, I know I at first was worried about that, that I was like, something's wrong with me. My sleep is all crazy, but I haven't noticed a crash during the day. I'm not, I, I might feel a little bit like my, I have a teeny tiny bit of brain fog. So there's some things that I'm considering if I kept pushing the whole 30, would that improve? Now, I'm not going to be, you know, after like looking forward, I'm not going to be doing the whole 30 is not meant to be forever. So that's number one. I'm not going to be doing the whole 30 forever, but I'm going to consider keeping this lifestyle going for the majority, like how Melissa Hartwig kind of calls everything she does is kind of whole 30 ish or like whole, like based in the whole 30 mindset. So I think that's good, you know, but I do believe that going out with your friends, you should not be sitting there nitpicking the, the menu and being like, well, you, I can't eat any of this, you know, like that's, that's just not living life. And the stress of that just doesn't, it is not worth it. That's what they call not worth it. <clears throat> so I completely agree with that and am on board with that way of thinking. So I do notice consistent energy throughout the day. Uh, I, you know, my sleep is kind of off, but again, I'm not really sure what's going on with the, it might just be longer days. I've kind of mentioned this before. So those are the kind of little nitpicky things that I've noticed. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, so that as far as moving forward, I just want to kind of pay more attention to the littler things, especially as I in, like reintroduce certain foods. Um, and how my body reacts to that. I'm, I'm pretty curious to see. So overall, there's not really anything performance that's happened. I'm not, you know, being like, oh my gosh, I'm totally crashing in my workouts. But uh, again, I need to really stress that I've been used to planning out my meals and portioning out my meals because of macro counting that taught me a lot. So uh, some of you guys have also mentioned in the past, like, why were you eating why were you limiting foods when you were doing macro counting? Well, because my body, to be honest, was not used to, uh, I think I was more, 
I was eating foods that were not nourishing me, so I, I tended to always be hungry. And I think what Whole30 has also taught me is that if you eat proper foods, you aren't going to be hungry. But I was so afraid of always being hungry. You guys, I realize how silly this sounds when I'm saying it, so just bear with me because I, I totally get it. But I was so afraid of being hungry that I was like constantly scared and just eating shitty food and eating food that wasn't nourishing and it just turned into a vicious cycle. So, um, now that I've been doing whole 30, I can, I, it's kind of cool to see the two worlds combine (laughs) where I'm like, Oh, well, if I eat nourishing foods, I'm not going to be hungry all the time. So that's, that's kind of cool. I I don't, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that living your best life is macro canning. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I, I love it if that's for you, but I, I don't know if that's uh, living your best life 100% moving forward. I, I kind of like it as a baseline, like it's almost like a home base where I'm like, oh yeah, I just need to kind of pay attention because I just want to keep myself in track because I do know that I perform better in the gym when I'm more balanced and um, I do think there's a benefit uh, of making sure you have enough protein. I tend to overeat carbs, so it is kind of a good checks and balances, but not to the point I think with anything and the reason why whole 30 is whole 30 and 30 days and not hundred days or 60 days is that we have a tendency, we are humans and we have a tendency to take things to the extreme. And that I believe happens. I don't care who you are. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Even if I piss you off, I'm sorry, but I really love you is that I don't think macro counting is healthy long-term. I just don't. It is not living your best life. It is good as a baseline. It is good as a home base. We don't live at home base 100% of our lives. We just don't. I know I start to sound preachy, but whatever. I just, I feel so passionate about this stuff, you guys. And I love you and I want you to take care of yourselves. And I think that that is a holistic, everything included, live your best life. I, you know, Oprah. Okay, just do Oprah. You do you. So uh, someone also asked really quickly about what we eat in a day. I, uh, I think Claire follows more recipes. I am not a recipe person. I like to just go to Costco, which by the way, Costco, if you're listening, please sponsor us in our next Whole30 because I love you so much. I would not be able to do my Whole30 without Costco. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, that's all I shopped was Costco. Whole30 can absolutely be done with just going to Costco, loading up, making all the things and throwing them all together. That is what I did. I made it super easy. So I, for the most part, I'm just going to kind of generalize everything that I would eat. I would either eat in the morning, sweet potato with some eggs. Um, what did I put as fat in there? I, (laughs) you guys, I mixed the weirdest things. This is where I'm going to out myself. I put coconut milk, um, on my sweet potato because it tastes really good. (laughs) Um, and then sprinkled some cinnamon on there, kind of mixed it up. And then uh, I put, put some salt, or uh, I put almond butter on my eggs. Uh, I know that's really, really weird, but I learned that from Christmas Abbott. So if you think that's gross, just blame Christmas Abbott. I love her. And then for lunch, I would have a mixture of any type of meat. I would kind of gravitate towards gr- uh, grass-fed ground beef or turkey slices um, or chicken breasts with veggies. I just, I would, I mean, I roasted the crap out of veggies, my entire whole 30 veggies, veggies, veggies. I would throw Brussels sprouts. Um, I mean, anything, you name it. I roasted it. Okay. Spaghetti squash. Um, and then for kind of like a little garnish slash mixture, I'd always throw in the mango salsa or sun-dried tomatoes done or olives. Um, let's see. 
And then for dinner, I would kind of have the same thing-ish. I'd kind of mix it up a little bit, but I'd make more of like a salad. I kind of like to have salads for dinner with meat, veggies, um, but always, always, always had a big bag of spinach at hand to kind of make some sort of salad mixture. <laughs> um, and then I would have to drink uh, seltzer, like um, soda water, LaCroix, or water, drink a lot of water. And then, um, but I really relied on like LaCroix and um, Perrier has the most amazing green apple flavor that is delicious. Um, and so I'd kind of have that as like my evening uh, beverage. And then I also really gravitated towards, I'm gonna have to post a picture on Insta stories, but there's this tea from Whole Foods that I really loved. And I'd have that at night if I was kind of just needing something and then I'd put coconut milk in that. I got really used to putting that Thai coconut milk in everything just because I don't, it just tasted good. I don't know why I just did. I just like threw everything, threw it on everything. Um, so that was kind of like a rotation. I would just rotate meat, veggies. I mean, you name it, I rotated it. Um, in my fridge, I always had the sun-dried tomatoes, almond butter, tons of hard-boiled eggs, bag of spinach. I would cut up celery or, um, snap peas and I put those in baggies. I put strawberries in baggies, apples in baggies, and I'd kind of rotate those in my lunch when I take that to work. Always had plenty of water on hand. Um, and then I would drink a half calf. My new drink for, from Starbucks is a half calf Americano, which is just very delicious to me. So it was also like less caffeine. So I'm not trying to like, you know, get crazy buzz, but I do like coffee beverages. Um, so that's kind of the gist. Uh, so we'll probably do a couple more check-ins as we reintroduce food, but I gotta say everyone give a high five, uh, to yourself if you've done this or any version of it. And I'd love to hear more feedback on how you've been, how you've been doing. Um, thank you guys for following us along on this journey. It's been pretty cool to see how these voice diaries have turned out and hoping that they are helpful. Claire and I cannot thank you enough for joining us on this journey and especially the support that you've given me, uh, throughout the past couple weeks as it's been a, or God, it's been a week, um, that I, you know, things have been pretty tough, uh, in my life emotionally and that will continue and I'm just gonna keep being a human. So I love you guys and we'll check in when we do our reintroduction and give yourself a big hug. I'm hugging you through the voice memo. Hug. Bye.